A bittersweet symphony for a bittersweet man, Jeremy Rooks. Jeremy, you went to Unicol, and of course people who are unaware of Unicol, it's the biggest university student hostel here in Dunedin. It's sort of like the Twin Towers, really. And I remember when I was at Arana, just up the hill a wee bit, and I got stuck in the basement, bugger it all, and all we got was flooded. And we didn't, but, but we always used to look at you guys enviously firing skyrockets at one another. How childish is that? Aren't you oh. glad you've grown up? Well, it was pretty amazing, and it was amazing how many sort of David Bain type characters would emerge from their rooms and and start. We 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 had a pitch battle with a flat on Clyde Street, and they were all uh, barricaded in with mattresses and beds, and then some bogans turned up and put oil and diesel on Clyde Street and were running their V8 through it while star rockets are going to and fro. It was. It was Where's like the down, story down going Sarajevo. to, Jeremy? I beg your pardon. Where's the story going to? Well, it's true. It was like downtown Sarajevo. I tell you, pretty <laughs> <death> one. <laughs> Anyhow, um, what do you what do you think of my idea of? Oh, I mentioned it to Tim Dangin, the carbon tax refund. See, I reckon most sheep and beef farmers, once we get an emissions pricing scheme in place, and we're going to wait to twenty thirty now. Thank goodness we can catch our breath. But they're going to get a tax refund from the government. Well, I hope so. They, the uh, sheep and beef boys certainly need uh, something at the moment, that's for sure. Some yeah. good news. Yeah. Uh, you and I were having a, a chat earlier this morning about a story, I think it might be in Farmers Weekly, to give them credit. I think it's Farmers Weekly, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Rowena sent it to me. About about the lamb schedule possibly being below $6 at the height of the season, January, February next year. Jeremy, that is just totally uneconomic production. Yeah, it is. No, and I was playing tennis last night. I've shifted crews from Stu Lowe's mob up in Scargill down to just up Upper Sefton. And, um, was was Stu not there. flash enough for you? No, no. Well, it's 60 k's to drive up there, and it's a long way home after 18 bottles of rosé, so it's better to just be close. But um, the um, it looks like 280, 290 for store lambs, which is very, very disappointing. So it's going to be... Um, a pretty grim summer, I think. Well, it's been a bit of a grim winter for lamb finishers who bought store lambs last autumn or early winter with a view to um, getting them through and, you know, flicking them off now or just previously and making a good buck because the, with the schedule falling, they ended up losing money. Well, to be, as a, as a former breeder of, of, of lambs, those winter lamb trading guys have made pots of money in the last two to three years. So everyone has a turn, but... Unfortunately, as usual, it's the breeder that takes it in the dark places when, when this sort of stuff happens, unfortunately. Jeremy, do you see a good future for sheep farming? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've farmed for 30 years, as you know, and it goes up and down, up and down. And I think when it, when it, when it rises, you'll go, yes, we've seen the bottom and it's not going to come again. But it, it, it's just the cyclical nature of farming, unfortunately, and that's just the way it is. You've just got to guts it out and, and stick with it and... Uh, have a few beers with your mates, have a bit of time off and, and just, you know, if you want to be a farmer, unfortunately it's just the grim, cold reality. It's, the, it's what the weather does and what the markets say. That's what determines, you know, how, how well you go. Yeah, and you've got control over, over, over should I say, neither of those. Um, exactly. Yeah, look, the other thing from a sheep farmer or sheep and beef farmers, and beef's holding up a bit better point of view, in recent times, uh, going back a decade or so, you could always sell your farm on to dairy support or a dairy conversion. That's out the window now. And then in the past couple of three years, you've been able to sell your farm if you want out to the carbon farmers or to forestry. That's gone now too. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of a tough one because in farming you rely on a, a high equity and so, you know, you're you, you cash poor, asset rich. So, I mean, 
be a bit of a correction in the market, but you know, I can't see land falling too much. That they're not making any more of it, so you've always got your equity to fall back on. So you know, that, that, that's just farming. And, you know? and let's just finish on Central Hawkes Bay. You, you spent a few seasons farming up there. I was talking about the Ruatanafa Dam up there, the lost opportunity, and I was wrongly, and I apologise to Jacinda and Chippy, blaming the Labor government. But you reckon it rests with National? Yeah, National with the government because I think it tipped over in 2015. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, they they just stand off and leave it in the hands of the Environment Court, and everyone cowtows to the Greenies when they they don't look at the overall benefit, which is pretty disappointing, really. But whether National have a change of tune this time and actually a- actively push it, I don't know. Time well, will I think they're going to make it easier for small small scale uh, water storage. But what we need is kick ass water storage in this country. What are you doing in Canterbury? Uh, well, they put the CPW in, but, but the Huranui scheme got, got put away as well. Um, and, and, and that was a shame. And a lot of guys put a lot of their own money into that. And that's tipped over. But that was all tipped over by the Taikora Runanga because, and they were having the sway over water in the Huranui. So I don't know how that worked. But um, it's, it, it's a very tricky area, unfortunately. Jeremy Rocks, thank you very oh, much quickly, for it. Yes, quick, yes. Quickly, I just had a call from some friends in Hawks, Central Hawks Bay to give a plug for the Flemington uh, old community, the Flemington School Mud Run on the 19th of November. So get there, anyone in Hawke's Bay, it's a great day out. There so well, what's the mud run? What do you do for that? Just get covered oh, in muck? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, it varies in different course lengths, but it's great. There's a massive mudslide and, and an obstacle course, and you go through dams and get eaten by eels and all sorts, and then there's a big booze-up afterwards. It's a great community day, so get down there. Well, what more could you ask for on a great community day?